on today's episode of Down the Wire. Week one is in the books. If you didn't listen to the no cap recap, go back and get that. But this is Down the Wire. We have our week two predictions. We have our week one surprises. A lot of stuff happening in there. A lot of shady shit this week too. All of this and more coming at you Down the Wire. Episode number 84, Down the Wire. Oh, it's a big one. It's a big one. It's our first episode after the No Cap Recap and our first episode on our new day, Friday. Oh my gosh, 916. It's it's a date in history right here. It feels weird, man. It feels real weird. It feels like this should be a half episode, the way we've done those in the past before. Yeah, normally those are on like Thursdays, like record Thursday, put out on Friday. Yeah, I think most like of them were. Most of them we did something like that. Or a weekend recording, maybe. I think we did as well once, too. But this is it. This is a full episode of Down the Wire on their new days. We have no cap recap Mondays now. If you didn't listen to the first one, fire! I don't know what you are doing. It was It's the best recap to kind of get what you need to know in a funnier way. That's what I would describe it as, right? Oh my, you are, you are throwing out the fisticuffs. What is fisticuffs? Like fists. Oh, okay, got it. Welcome you, to Down the Wire. My name is Tom Wirtz. Uh, That's my brother, Dave. I do things. We talk professional sports in unprofessional ways. Yeah. Yeah. So much so that uh, we bring this unprofessional sports talk outside of the sports world. Um, You know, Tom and I just got back. My daughter did a practice like cheer camp thing. Yeah. Something like that. Cheer experiment. And we almost kicked the living shit out of like Wildfer Brimley's son. <laughs> uh, Dave wearing his wrestling is gay t-shirt, which is a brand. It is a brand for the uh, gay wrestler Effie who is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a fun shirt. It's, it's a play on his brand, right? It's not Dave actually, uh, saying that, that would be kind of contradictory as he is. Effie is great. Right. In the Effie wrestling is game. God. So we get approached by this man who compliments Dave on his shirt. Yeah. He's like, oh, I love the shirt. Yes. And he and quickly, I say, thank you. quickly changed his tone after Dave said thank you. Yeah. To it's true. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Shit. What man. the fuck like, was that? All right. Nice. And, uh, he continued to walk away, but yeah, that was that was Tom some and sketch I, shit. Tom and I thought about kissing right then and there. We did. Dave thought about kissing me. Um, okay, yeah, but look, if it would have like grinded the gears of this like country bumpkin fuck, would you have done it? 
Uh, maybe. Like, like Polish kiss, where it's just like a small peck. Yeah, yeah. Like P- Polish men kiss each other all the time. True. It's, yeah. a, it's a European thing. Yeah, dude, we do it. We do it like crazy. On the lips, no big deal. Maybe a little tongue. No, no problem. Not, not tongue. No tongue. Like buy you a dinner, then <laughs> uh, take you back. We'll go see like you, me, and Dupree. We also the saw maybe the worst football play of all time. No, no. The greatest football play of all time two pretty big powerhouses it was a jv football game by the way um <laughs> in between huge powerhouses of jv high school it was uh the who was it muskego playing mcguanago and this muskego jv punter i don't know his name i should have went and got a program after to call him out we should have got him on down the wire oh That'll be great, dude. That would be Remember great. Remember when like Tosh.0 used to do like internet redemptions? Ooh. We could have did that for him. We could have do sports redemption podcast. I fucking love that, Dave. Okay. He got a snap. It was a little bit of a rough snap, I would say. It wasn't perfect by any means, but he had enough time to kick the ball after he received the snap. Um, he panicked. He kicked the ball, and it went about... Four yards. Four yards in front of him. Yeah. So that's probably a negative four-yard punt. Well, and then on top of that, it started bouncing the other way. And went backwards. Oh, first of all, this is all happening on the 10-yard line as yes. well. Yes, yes. Of, of their own uh, goal. Uh, and side of the, field, rather. the other team... Was all they were all down the field except for the guy trying to block the punt. There was one guy back there and the punter, and everyone else is kind of down the field waiting for the punt to get there, and it never did. So that guy quickly picks the ball up and is then able to return it for the shortest punt return touchdown of all time, uh, probably twelve yards, I would say. Oh, it was less than that. I think it was about the ten yard line. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, it was less than that. I, I want to say it was seven yards. It was one of the most hilarious plays I've ever seen. It was tremendous, though. Oh, it was great. That's I, all you needed to know. Super fun. Super great. Um, Speaking of tremendous, we got to get into some sports. Your hot take from a couple of weeks ago is looking mighty tremendous right now. Looking really, really good right now. If you don't remember it, my hot take was that Albert Pujols would hit 700 home runs. He, I, I said that Albert Pujols would get to the number 700 and dangerously just, the, close. just be the fourth person to ever do it. And like you said, dangerously close now. Yeah, he is right on the cusp Almost of doing so. Almost guaranteeing it, I would think. How many more does he have left? Probably like 20 games. Needs three homers. Ooh. They're playing him every day now. Okay. They're not scared okay. of the Brewers anymore. All right. So, like... They want him to get to 700. All right. This is a little bit of bias. Do you want Pujols to hit his 700th against the Brewers? I want him to get to 700. If, if We won't play him anymore, so it's not going to happen. But I want him to get to 700 for sure. Okay. How about... Aaron Judge's 65th against the Brewers. Um, well, he only needs to get to 62. So oh, sorry. that 100% could happen. Yeah. I, I would, he would need to hit five home run, four home runs in, uh, well, to tie it, he would need to hit five home runs in the series. 
That's doable. I mean, that's something he's done, I'm sure. And depending year. on who's pitching again, who well, the Brewer is like, uh, let's get some Brent Suter uh, garbage. Yeah, we should get out Brent Su- uh, Brent Suter's Velociraptor from Twitter. Yeah, Brent, Brent Suter's Raptor to come on the pod. What a fucking awesome Twitter page. Super fun, super fun. But, but yeah, I think Albert Pujols got disrespected a little bit, and I'm going to call out the chair shot right now, okay? And I'm going to see if any of them Some listen. Of them. I'm going to see if any of them listen. They're not. Okay? Uh, I know, I know. That's why. So we're going to test it. I We have our chair shot group chat, right? Name names! And... The topic I brought up was, do you think Albert Pujols has a conversation of being the greatest baseball player of all time? And now, I was not saying Albert Pujols was the greatest baseball player of all time, because I do think Barry Bonds is, okay? And if anyone is a baseball fan, they know Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player of all time. Now, what I said was baseball will never recognize that. And they did that this last year with not putting him in the Hall of Fame. And they should be playing up Albert Pujols as the greatest player of all time. Because to do what he's doing in this era of baseball is unheard of, unseen. In fact, no one else has ever done it. So, we got into a little bit of a conversation here. Argument. And it came to Albert Pujols isn't a top two Cardinal of all time. Yeah, that's a rough, that's a rough look, man. The most freezing cold take I've ever heard, I would say, probably. That's just bolder. Here's, like, here's the thing. I, I, I understand... On a base level, you know, where you go like, oh, let's look at fucking uh, batting average between, you know, Pujols and, you know, someone like Bob Gibson or Stan Musel and all that shit. But here's the thing. Pitching is a thousand times better now than what it was back in the 50s, 60s. You know, this is just it's just a, a ludicrous statement to not give uh albert pools at least top two at least at least top two he is so fucking good and i you know i brought this up to tom on a ride back from the the football game imagine what he could have been if he stayed with the fucking cardinals he could have done so much more so much more and probably eclipse that 700 because it's something about St. Louis that gives Albert Pujols his um his like Samsonite strength. Well, I was saying to you earlier today as well that Albert Pujols is having his worst season ever as a Cardinal, but it is his best season he's had since leaving the Cardinals. I'm just going to say a couple things. We can wrap it up real quick right after. But Albert Pujols this season uh, was an all-star. Just wanted to say that real quick. Um, I know it doesn't matter, but he was an all-star. And he has a 266 batting average with 339 on base, 525 slugging. He's got an 864 OPS, man. 864. That's 
well above 136 OPS plus. I'm I'm done. Albert Pujols is a top five baseball player of all time. That's my that's my take on Ooh, it. Ooh, that's a hot take. All time. That's a hot take. With the talent he has around him in the league, he is being disrespected if he is right. not a top five player I, all time. I won't go that far. All time. Okay. Um, there's another thing that we have to get out of the way real fast. And I th- feel that, uh, talking about it now and then going into something more positive, mm-hmm. uh, after fucking, what is it about the, uh, the NBA specifically that just really draws out shit bag owners mm. and mm. I, I look, and that's saying something cause we got shit bag owners uh, in the NFL, in, uh, well, I guess not so much the MLB. We don't, I don't I guess we don't hear too much of that. But at least the shitbag owners in the uh, NFL, like, acknowledge the fact that they're shitbags. Suns ownership group, specifically Robert Sarver, has had a wild week. Uh, there has been lots of... Um, uh, investigations against workplace misconduct, specifically uh, talking to the effect of making women feel uncomfortable, you know, uh, verbally assaulting them and uh, doing some gross stuff. Yeah, there's allegations of a lot of people he's not making happy. Yeah, and on, so right off the bat, the NBA has uh, found right into the uh, investigation Dude, you're getting suspended for a year. So, boom. Chris Paul has come out and said that was a light uh, deal, more or less, saying this guy needs to resign. And uh, now the Suns Minority Ownership Group uh, is doing the same thing. Uh, Dude, uh, I'm sorry, but Robert Sarver is going to lose his team, right? Well... You remember when we had uh, Donald Sterling issues come about when that happened in L.A.? Yeah. And it seemed like... What is I'm the not, difference? Well, and here's the thing. I'm going to I'm gonna say this with a very grain of salt because I don't want to piss anyone off when I say this. Uh, I, you know what I'll say? I'll just say Sarver's is worse. Okay? Like, Sarver 100% uh, has they fucked have- way more strings and done a lot of stuff that is just yeah. completely uncalled for. They have in- found that he used the N-word at least five times when relaying statements uh, from black people. Mm. What? Demeaned and bullied female employees and have made inappropriate physical contact with male employees. Yeah. This is all coming from Yahoo Sports and uh, Jack Bear. So, I mean, what more do you need this man is a violator on all fronts every last thing you could do to make someone feel uncomfortable in any which way this guy has dipped his toe in yeah it sure seems like it at least i and you know what i i can guarantee you he loses his team you think so uh I'm it sure seems far. like adam well adam silver handled Donald Sterling. That was one of the first things he did, and it really helped bolster Adam Silver as a commissioner. I think most people would agree he's got to be 
probably the top one I mean, if in the major sports. Otherwise, Goodell might get it by default because he has to manage football. But what Adam Silver is able to do with the league, he's done a lot of great stuff. The players like it. It sure seems like he isn't as big of a villain as most commissioners are made out to be, right? And that's kind of your job. You're going to be the bad guy most of the time. But this time, it kind of looks like he goofed. It, this is one of the moments where Adam Silver might have missed out. I think if I'm going to have a little bit of a theory with this, I will say that I bet the other owners had a little bit of a say in this as well, too. And they're the ones in Silver's ear. They have a little cult together. It's bullshit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not defending it by any means. I'm trying to think through this thought process going with Adam Silver and what they were doing. Sarver, man, get rid of your team if you're going to be this asshole with it. Absolutely. No one needs that in the league. There's no room for it, especially in a very, very diverse, dominated group of all different kinds of people coming in through the NBA, whether it's the players itself or employees as well. So, yeah, uh, here's here's a little bit more. Uh, also, Sarver engaged in conduct demeaning of pregnant employees. So, sorry, I lied. Uh, I when I said before that he was able to uh, hit the gamut of shitbag things to everyone. Well, now we got pregnant. Uh, employees as well so you know now he's an extra big shit bag get him out I'm done with him and uh, I the NBA doesn't need him I, I can tell you right now if he comes back to own and run this team uh, the Suns players probably in staff will um, go on strike of some sort and I bet you the NBA might even too mm. okay all right, on to something a little bit more positive. Week one of the of, NFL. Yes. Now, uh, as Tom said at the start of this episode, uh, listen to No Cap Recap, please. It's pretty great. But uh, there was a lot of crazy shit that yes. went down, yes. dude. So basically with No Cap Recap, we go over the games. We talk about it. First instincts, reactions. Uh, it's all you know immediacy there's a lot of immediacy to it we we record on sundays we're trying to just get our first reactions to the game we go in now and we get a little bit of a better look at some of the stuff that maybe surprised us uh you know other headline news with the nfl and we had a lot of headline news and whatever comes with football usually there is injury in game and we had some pretty big injuries in week one yeah, uh, yeah, big time. Let's save. Uh, let's kind of go over the the major ones, ones that are going to be impacting. And yes. Let's let's kind of give them a like one to ten on if that's a big deal or not. Okay. Okay. Uh, so first ones first. Let's get one of the bigger ones out. TJ TJ Watt suffered a torn pec injury in the second half. I watched him do it, and. Um, the crazy part was like, you could see him coming out. He's like, yeah, I, I tore my pack. I'm fucked. Yep. Sorry guys. He knew, he knew now, right away. Good news. Uh, it was thought to initially be a season ending and now it's probably not. Mm-hmm. 
So Well, that's because TJ Watt's a beast, though. I'm going to go out and say it like that. He probably should be out the whole year. He's just built different, so he's going to find a way to play with a torn pec, which is just nuts. You, you, do you understand as a linebacker, like, your pec is going to go everywhere? Like, yeah. that is literally your whole I've seen it. range we of talked, motion. I've seen it before. Um, good friend of show, Matt Winchester, Beer City Bruiser, tore his pec on a show that I was at. Mm. It was disgusting. Yeah. Um, and he couldn't do anything. It's, yeah, nuts. So, how big of an impact is this going to be? Are we doing like scale of 1 to 10? Yeah, 1 to 10. Uh, I mean, they were able to take out the Bengals um, right after, who you weren't going to be very high on this year, you personally, Dave. Um, you said something about their Super Bowl slump, but I would say this is probably, this is probably a 7. I'll start it off there. This is probably a seven. It's a little bit above average. I do think so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. TJ Watt was the defensive player of the year last year. He's a huge presence. He tied the sack record. He's obviously one of the best defensive players in the NFL. But this Steelers defense looks pretty legit, man. And he wasn't even the best defensive player on his team last Dude, week. Minka Fitzpatrick is just a monster. A beast. Absolute beast. He's nuts. He's so good. It's the best trade they've ever made in Steelers history, I would say. <laughs> TJ Watt, though, this is going to be a big one. This is going to be big. Yeah. I'll say a seven. I was thinking eight. I think this is pretty important. And now, I'm not saying that it's going to be uh, enough to like change the course of their season, but it's definitely going to affect some games, man. For sure. For sure. Now uh, let's see how fast he comes back. I'm a little nervous about it. Really? I think he's going to be back in like eight weeks. Some crazy shit. Yeah. Can we, can we not? That's I think it's going to be something. Najee Harris, maybe a little banged up too. Should, seems like he should play, but Watch out on that as well, because he did not have the performance I think he was looking for. We I'm not surprised. Either, so not surprised. Let's move on to the next guy here. Yeah, uh, T. Higgins suffered a concussion, ruled out against the Steelers. Now, you know it's it's only a concussion, sure, but that means he's going to be out next game too. Probably, yeah. So you know, sticking to that, T. Higgins is one of Burrow's guys, and he already struggled enough in the first half. Now, kind of found some groove in the second, but how big of that of a concern is that for you? I'm going to say this one's a five on the okay. dot. This is one of the positions that the Bengals can probably afford to lose a body on. They still have uh, Tyler Boyd, and obviously Jamar Chase is going to make an impact in football games this year, all year. Uh, he's He's really good if you haven't watched him play. I think this is a big loss still for Cincinnati. They... Love T. Higgins. I'm pretty sure he scored in the Super Bowl, did he not? Yes. Yeah, I think he right. did. I think he did. Uh, that could be completely wrong. So comment, because I know you won't, pussy, if you want to call me out on that. That's what I did right there. Real quick, don't go into the comments. But a five right there on T. Higgins seems about right. It doesn't look like the injury's too big as well. I think they can afford to lose him for one game if they need to. We'll talk about our predictions later on in this one, too. Stay tuned for that. We always got those as well, too. Yeah. A five. Where are you putting T. Higgins? Uh, give me a three. I think they'll be fine altogether. Yeah, we're in the same boat pretty much for these two. Uh, another 
AFC North. This just seemed to happen a lot to the AFC North. Kyle Fuller out for the year for the Baltimore Ravens after a torn ACL. I know, and they just got him, man. They just got him. And the they Ravens. Got him on a, that was like one of those sneaky good deals because it was on like a one year, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it was paying like six mil or some shit like that. This is big to me. This is bigger than you think. I I know, but the, they got it's a over lot. Five. They have a lot of depth, man, at corner. I know he's going to play the slot, and now they got to find a new guy for the slot. But remember, they got Marlowe coming back, Marlon Humphrey, and Marcus Peters now to lock down their outside. It's going to be tough to find someone to replace in the slot. But if they can find someone athletic enough, I I can. I feel like a bitch going for the five again, but. Again, it's like right in the middle for me. Yes, it's going to impact. Because it's the whole year, I'll give it a six. Okay, that's what I'll do. Okay. I'll bump it up to six because yeah. it's a year-long that's what injury. I'm, I'm thinking it's a seven. I think that's pretty big, especially when you look at the uh, the AFC as a whole, which is just full of wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, oof. I mean, and even just in the same division that they got, you got Amari Cooper. Cooper. You got uh, Jamar Chase, you know, T. Higgins. Should he come back, maybe? Um, who's a dude on Pittsburgh? I can never remember his fucking name. Uh, Deontay Johnson. That's it. Uh, and, and, I mean, that's that's pretty, uh, pretty scary. We'll see. We'll see what it comes down to. Next one. Big one. Let's get the, the Mac Daddy out of the way. Fucking Dak Prescott. Needs surgery on his throwing hand after the game with Tampa Bay. Expected to miss multiple weeks. I believe they said eight to nine weeks. Oof. How bad of an of injury is that? Are we ready to call Dak Prescott injury prone? It's getting pretty dangerous, right? Yeah. It's getting pretty dangerous. Um, This Dak Prescott loss is going to be huge for Dallas. And... I mean, the AFC East is now Phillies to lose, right? This is a 10. This is a 10. Has to be. I, I mean, there's... If he misses nine games, that's a lot of Cooper Rush. And so, God damn it, sound that backup alarm for Cooper Rush. So, let's go. We're going to get nine weeks of Cooper Rush, dude. Okay, how big of... A concern is it if they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? An eight? I don't think he really? does much. Yeah, I'm that sorry. That much? Dak, they rely on Dak a lot in that sure, offense. Sure, but Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo has never been in an offense where he is really relied on. He is the game manager, right? And Dak Prescott, while I do kind of talk down on him a little bit when I compare him to Kirk Cousins all the time and saying... Well, week one, that looked really good for me, at least. Dak Prescott does run the offense of the Dallas Cowboys. I I am all in on that. I get it. But, oof, Jimmy Garoppolo, he maybe makes it a little better, but I don't think he's as talented as Dak Prescott. I'll I'll bump it down to a six. Really? Okay. You have a lot more faith in Jimmy than I do. Um, You know, he's going to be motivated. That dude's going to want to play pretty fucking bad. And, you know, when you have an offensive mastermind like Mike McCarthy, Mm. you know he's going to develop some shit or probably just instill the same fucking playbook. Well, and to be honest, Jimmy Garoppolo just wins games. 
I don't know how all the time, but Jimmy Garoppolo wins games. So yeah, slightly more than a game manager. No, slightly, uh, slightly more. Uh, I think he's a really good game manager. Okay, that's what I'll say. See, that's different. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna have to see how those affect. Um, oh, can I just say one more quick one? Sure. Harrison Butker being out, letting us get Justin Reed kicking action. Amazing. Amazing. Ooh, backup kicker alerts. Backup that, kicker alerts, that, That's going to happen once in a blue moon. Okay. We might as well just fucking take sure. it. Sure. We are I'm the down official podcast of backup kickers. Just remember that. And quarterbacks. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. Just Any other big ones we got to go through? Like, is there anything that we should probably cover? I mean... Keenan Allen got a little banged up, but he he, he didn't got play. Banged up. He's Mac got a Jones. back injury though. Like that's you know that could be something. I mean, Elijah Mitchell losing him for the 49ers as well. Like they that's signed gonna... they signed Marlon Mack uh, nice. the other day. Nice. So D- different back though. Different back. More more ground and pound versus the athleticism. Which Get is... ready for Debo at running back though. Oh yeah, we already know that. It's all Debo now. I I think all all in all they'll be fine. Uh, Chris Godwin though with the hamstring, I mean, wasn't he already kind of hurt mm-hmm. in the first place? Yeah, he was a little banged up already. So that could be something too. But I I mean the the ones that we said I think are the biggest ones in my eyes for sure for uh, sure. So I have an article that I wanted to bring up. Uh, Bleach Report put out rankings for the uh, MLB managers most likely to be fired. Oh. Carrie Miller uh, posted this on the 13th. So is that two days ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like this would be a fun one to bring in some baseball, considering our baseball uh, world is slowly going to shit. Thanks, Mark Antanasio. Bastard. I really just love baseball and wish the Brewers loved it as much as I do. I work, wish Mark Antanasio loved it as much as you I do. You see, he just bought a fucking soccer team. Yeah, I did. Yeah, what a guy. What a fucking guy. Yeah. Hot seat rankings for the MLB managers most likely to be fired. This one comes from Carrie Miller. That's what I just said. And I wasn't listening. (laughs) So let's go through this list. So here are the honorable mentions. First up, boom, Craig Council. How you like me now? Uh, I don't even think it should be an honorable mention. I mean, maybe he's not number one, but shit, I think it should be on the list. And... I am, uh, dude. Oh my God, Craig's got over a thousand games with them. He's been here so long, six hundred four and five hundred forty-five career record. Did get that six hundred win total. Uh, I think this is a couple days old, so give yeah. or take. Give or take, this is from the thirteenth, so give or take a couple games there. Man, I don't know, dude. I'm I'm kind of losing faith in Craig, and I get it. His roster is not great. It is not. But if I'm the Brewers front office. Firing Craig is going to divide the fan base. I get it. But if you bring in one of the high-profile guys that got fired mid-season, a Girardi, a Madden, I don't know if they are appealed oh, by that. God, but I don't want I, any of them. Oh, God, I would love Joe Madden on the Brewers. I would love Joe Madden on the Brewers. No, it's been a three I'm... World Series, dude. Three. Uh, that That's fine. Um, No. <sighs> I don't know. Well, well, okay, let's go... One to five on if these managers are going to be fired. Five meaning yes, one meaning no. Okay. Craig, I'm going to give a two. He's a one. He's not getting He's, he's not getting zero. fired, but there's a chance. He should get fired. He should get I, fired. I honestly am like, I think I think the best things that Craig Council brought to a team is being 
like vaporized. The three batter minimum, uh, no defensive shifts allowed anymore. Like all that stuff was Craig Council's specialty. Oh, having a um, a pitcher be the hitter, like he worked that shit, and now he can't do that no more. Mm-hmm. David Ross as another honorable mention for the Cubs. Um, I'm sorry, like David Ross is kind of ass. No, he for sure, for sure is not performed the way he sh- has. Uh, he how long has he been there? Like three years. Now, yeah, it looks third like. year at the helm. To be honest, they did fire sale last year. You remember, and this Cubs roster. I after the first game of the year, I remember that first series. I was like, "Oh, I kind of like this Cubs team." Well, that one not as good as the Pujols take for sure. Fifty-eight <laughs> and eighty-two right now. Is Chicago. I would say this is like a five. You think he's going to get no, fired? Sorry, four. Give me four. Four. Okay. But I think it's more likely he gets canned. I think this one is a three. I'll put him above Craig. Um, I do see a scenario where they keep him maybe till the middle of next year. It, you know, He can get fired in the middle of the year next year for sure. Easy. And he can get fired after this him year. Him for Joe Girardi. It. Ooh, yeah. One or more. That seems like a Cubs move yeah, right there. Yeah, Joe Girardi going to Chicago. God, I would hate that. I mean... Yep. I guess I see it. I don't think David Ross gets to leave just yet because their their team is pretty young and their team is pretty green. The Seiya Suzuki move looked good. Now it's like, eh, I don't yeah, know. It's drifting off. The Marcus Stroman signing, I was never a fan of to give him $20 million. Yeah, I not for that. I guess that's the market for pitchers, but I don't know if I was necessarily all bored that. They like... um. Is it Morel or Marmol? What is this shortstop's name or third base? Christopher Morel, I think. They like him a lot. He's been playing a little bit. Cubs are they're gonna find someone else to take that role too. I'd give it a three. I'd give it a three. Madrigal too. Oh, Madrigal. Yeah, Yeah, they made the trade for him. Uh, Next up, AJ Hinch for the Detroit Tigers. I'm gonna give this a five right off the rip. I think he should be fired. This was a Detroit Tigers team that had a lot a lot of buzz coming into this season. Yeah. Hinch, a guy who's coming off, you know, this is his first job since leaving Houston. I think they had a lot of hopes for him as well. Javi Baez signing just looks terrible. I mean, his swings on Twitter go viral all the time because he just never swings. He never swings at good pitches. It seems like losing the Austin Meadows in the middle of the year was a big hit for him. That was supposed to be a big trade from Tampa Bay. But I will say A.J. Hinch is my first five on this list. I think he will be fired. He's been there for uh, two years. Uh, you know, sorry, uh, they're almost three. Like, we're only in the honorable mentions here. Yeah, And we're seriously. just out here. Like, we would never be good GMs, obviously. Look, I, I don't think it's working. I think you need uh, someone to kind of bolster that team, especially with the amount of free agent people that you got. It's clearly mm-hmm. not him anymore uh next up bud black colorado rockies the last of the honorable mentions man i hope bud black doesn't get fired just a great name for a baseball manager bud black feels like that's bud black loves milwaukee by the way oh why does he love milwaukee so i don't know i just heard him comment many times how much he loves this place uh hear me out he should be fired too i think he should be fired and I would give him a four on this one. I think he 
There's a scenario where he stays, but this is another guy where I'm saying a next year midseason fire seems like it's in the works. The His only... team obviously is not going to be able to compete with L.A. and with San Diego next year. It's going to be the same team unless they bring someone in. The Chris is... Bryant signing, okay? So, like, here's the thing. Like, yes, it's not his fault that he got that they got rid of, like, their best players, right? Arenado, Trevor Story, like... Oof. Because, uh, you know, Trevor Story's going to be gone, right? Well, he's in Boston. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he was going to be gone. Oh, he's going to be gone, yes. Sorry. Uh, yeah. It, it's like... I still think you got to wipe the slate clean. You should have just did it. If you're going to get rid of your two big names, you got to get rid of the fucking coach, too, the manager. Well, too. and I think what... Man- what- general managers or president of baseball operations, whatever the fuck runs your team, because we don't know who runs our team in Milwaukee. Nope. Uh, I think that's a plan they have usually to justify a firing of, to get rid of the players, let them have a shitty season now with their shittier players. And now they're forced, their hand is forced pretty much here to fire their guy. Yeah. I would say I'd put him at a four right here, but another guy who, He's going to be very hot seat mid-season. Yeah, he's kind of tenured. Isn't he the most tenured uh, manager in the league now? Ooh, he's one of them. He's one yeah. of them for sure. All right, let's get to our actual list. Number six, Mike Matheny with the Kansas City Royals. Mm, right now sitting at 57 and 84 in this year. And he's been there for two years now. And, well, this is his second year. Hasn't had great success. But, honestly, between Salvador Perez being hurt and uh but Bobby Witt is pretty much the next big thing on their team they don't got really a lot going for them in Kansas City they sold off their guys too remember Ben Attendee left yep uh, this is this yeah, is a tough one ranking. here I don't think yeah I right but <laughs> I'm gonna say this I don't think I, I would put Bud Black and who was the other guy I was uh AJ Hinch both above Mike Matheny yeah, I think I I think their jobs are much more hot than Mike Matheny's is. Has, I would put Matheny at like a three and a half. Yeah, because of that. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna say it's probably a two. What has Kansas City got to offer to him? You know what I mean? There's not a lot going on there right yeah, now. Yeah, what's we said Salvador Perez and we said Bobby Witt, uh, Zach Greinke. I don't know if I know him anymore after that. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna be honest. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's fine. I I'm not worried. Dave Martinez though in Washington, he's got to get fired. He's a five. He's dude. a five. This is the worst team in the MLB right now. They don't have 50 wins they yet. I don't think. Fuck up everything. The Juan Soto incident, losing him, that's gonna cause him, I think, to get out. I think they're showing him some respect because he was their World Series manager, right? Twenty twenty two record, forty nine and ninety two. Yeah, they're pretty rough right now. Pretty no, rough. So this was as of Tuesday. I think it was a respect move to not fire him mid season. He's gotta go after this year. Does he Joe, is he leaving? Does he, does he leave on his own accord? Uh just at the end of the year, they're going to be like, yep, they part ways or whatever, I guess. But this is a five for me, I think, right now. There's a lot of young talent getting brought up through Washington now because of the trades they've made over the years with 
Scherzer and uh, Turner and Soto now. Rend or no, Rendon signed. Sorry, but yeah, this is and now with Zimmerman. <laughs> I think he retired. So which one? Ryan, because Jordan's still pitching. Not on the Nationals. No, <laughs> no. Uh, so Stevens Point boy, Jordan Zimmerman. Your boy. Um, now we go into the next one here. I think. Oh, he's a five, right? We are we're yeah. all in agreement. Next, Derek Shelton of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, realistically, just fire all the managers in the NL Central. That's not Ollie Marmol, but yeah, right now Derek Shelton sitting at fifty-one and eighty-eight. I don't think. I don't think if uh, if my life depended on it, I could have told you Derek Shelton was the manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Well, and now here's my next take on it. I think the Pirates not being the worst team in the MLB was kind of their goal, right? For sure. Everyone thought they were going to be the worst team in the MLB. And now, but look, they've succeeded. Yes. There's air quotes around that. Um, They have a three-game window on it, or a two-game window, something around those lines. Um, and This is... Maybe he gets fired. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. These organizations, they they don't they could not expect greatness out of these guys. And it's a two year deal. Do you sign a guy for a two year bridge manager spot? I don't think anyone's really excited to get to Pittsburgh right now either. Yeah, talk about another team that I can't name anyone on. Brian Reynolds, O'Neill Cruz. That that's it. Um, Bly Madris is. Yeah, that's Why a made-up name almost, right? But it's real, I 100%. So actually, fun... Traded, fun right? oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> uh, fun sidebar here. This is the most fun team to use in MLB The Show. Just absolutely cracked out for no reason. <laughs> but they, then they traded Dan Vogelbach, so now don't use them. Do they... Um, like, are you allowed to lose your cell phone while running the bases? Oof. That'd be dope. Mm. Aaron Boone of the New York Yankees. Wow. Um, that's a hot take, I think. Well, here's the thing. They're basing that, I would assume, off of this year alone and whether or not they make it, right? They're going to make it. What's the MLB standings look like right now? Let me pull those up uh, so we have a little bit of a reference for that, I guess, too. That probably I'm, ta- should have I'm been. talking to a World Series. Is this team World Series or bust? I would think so. I, I can get behind His that. overall and especially record is 413 and 274. It's pretty damn That's good. nuts. It's pretty damn good. Okay. But he also has the Yankees. Fair. I mean, they don't lose. They're not going to have a losing season. The last time, I don't even remember the last time the Yankees had a losing season. 12 right consecutive years without an AL pennant is not the so-called Yankees way. That is a 100% word-for-word sentence off of this article and let me tell you that's 100 percent true you think he's getting fired uh if he doesn't make the the playoff like doesn't make a deep run in the playoffs yeah i mean alcs he's there better take it to seven games he's there alcs for sure i mean uh, the astros have might be a better team they might be a better no, team. The the yeah, pitching matter. staff in Houston is ridiculous, okay? Sure. And I get it. They have the story with Aaron Judge right now, and hopefully he gets to that number 62 eventually. They got a six-and-a-half game lead right now over Tampa Bay. They're pretty much going to lock in that number one spot any day here in the next couple weeks. 
I don't can think I he's just, getting fired. Can I just root for Dusty Baker to win a World Series ring? Yeah, but then you got to root for Houston. I'm okay with it. Mm. I think they're pretty past the cheating stuff now, right? Next up, Don Mattingly for the Miami Marlins. I feel like this is a name we hear every year. Uh, I also forgot that Don Mattingly was still uh, like managing well, a team. The first line here, his seventh year, I didn't. I would not have guessed he was That's there that so long. long. I I definitely did not know he was there that long. I I wasn't he. Where was he? Was he Dodgers before this? Yeah. Yeah, right? And then Roberts took over yeah. for him. You know, so probably Dave Roberts is pretty close to the 10-year spot, too. He's been there for a long time. I cannot believe Don Mattingly is still there. I thought for sure he'd have been gone. I mean, they've, they're another team that's just fire-sold a lot all the time. Obviously, they gave us Christian Yelich. Marcelo Zuna left for Atlanta. He's took, got a ring. They took uh, what's-his-nuts from us, um, Lewis Brinson. Thank Dude, God. where does Lewis Brinson play now? I just saw him. Where? Oh, He's on an actual field? Yeah, he played in Milwaukee. I went to the game. San Francisco. Lewis wow. Brinson was there playing. I could not believe it. Wow. I, you know what? Regardless of what Christian Yelich does, absolute fleecing we did there. Yeah. Because, hey, he's not it. He's not yeah, it. Yeah, we got, we got one, if not technically two, MVP seasons out of Yelich. Exactly. It was so much fun All while right. it happened. So I had- would give Mattingly a five. Get, he should be fired. Be five. He should be fired. Uh, so we have not seen the next one yet. I haven't scrolled down. What do you think number one is? Um, Who do you it's think? a six, and it's Tony Larusa. It gotta better be, be it's gotta fucking be Tony, Tony Larusa. If it's not, I'm going to scream. Yeah! We're all over it. We're all over it. Oh my god! Fuck that old fuck. It's a six. I mean, Tony Larusa's got to go. This is the most. This is a very disappointing. He's uh, you know, that's another that's Sox. another bit of news that we haven't really touched on. He stepped away from the team indefinitely, and now what? Look, the team is winning again. He's an old fuck. He never should have been hired in the first place. Garbage manager. I realize what he did in the past, but what is he? Seventy eight years old. I maybe put a zero after you, that. You want to? You want Ken Maka? <laughs> oh. Ken Maka. Yeah, dude. exactly. I mean, he's the new Ken Maka. Yeah, he is. A little bit. Jesus Christ. Refusing to change with the baseball world right now. Tony LaRusso has got to go. He is so ass. Needs to be number one on this list. Yeah, for here, sure. And here, he is. here it is. Right in the opening line. It is mystifying that there have been four managers fired this season, yet Tony LaRusso still has a job. Oh, my God. This was... A fucking World Series contender, at least on paper. That's what they said. And he ruined this fucking team. Fuck Tony LaRusa. God, I hate him. Right now, the White Sox are three games back, sitting at 74 and 70 of Cleveland right now. <sighs> and doesn't look like they're in a wild card spot. They have a worse record than the Baltimore Orioles. Well, that whole. Uh... I get it. They're the Cinderella story right now. I get it. But I don't think anyone saw that coming. And if you did, you're a damn liar. All right. Uh, Well, yeah. So that's our, that's the managers on the hot seat. Hopefully all these fuckers get fired. All Uh, of them. Whoa. That's so aggressive. Sorry. I'm just mad about Tony La Russa. (laughs) 
Okay, it's on to our predictions for the NFL in week two. Mm. Uh, now, we are recording this Thursday. We just got the final that the Chiefs have beat the Chargers. Nice. Uh, and that was off of a pick six 99-yard uh, INT by the Chiefs. Uh, tough. So, Tom and I did pick who we thought was going to win. Mm-hmm. I said the Chargers. Tom said the Chiefs. Yep, all over so, it. So, uh, unfortunately, womp womp But, uh, based off of last week's standings, I am up by one fucking point. Mm-hmm. So, um, this could be your tie right here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a comeback here. I'm gonna I'm gonna start going right there. Justin Herbert, man, jeez, throwing the pick six right there at the end. Tough. tough yeah, look. he was looking great too. So unfortunate. So um, let's get to Sunday then. We got to yeah. get to Sunday and get into our full slate of week two games. They they could be pretty good on paper. We had a great week one, and the NFL was up. Football is full back. I mean, some of the best full numbers. Back? Ooh, that was a good pun there I did there, right? Didn't even know. Some of the best numbers they ever saw. College football did great numbers. Shout out Pat McAfee getting hired there at College Game Day. Electric. But this is the NFL. We go into week two. First game of Malayanis here. New England Patriots at Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, this seems pretty chalk. Uh, I got to put my money on Pittsburgh. Mm. I think having Mac Jones with a back injury is super scary. And uh, the way that Minka Fitzpatrick plays, if he doesn't get over, uh, if he doesn't get three interceptions, I'll be like <laughs> floored. I'm taking the Steelers. I will also take the Steelers on this one. I'm worried about the Patriots a little bit after that week one. They yeah. looked very flat on offense. And I picked him to win. I thought Bill Belichick going up against rookie head coach Mike McDaniel, that would work in his favor. It did not. It did not at all. Where? So I'm going to take a week off of the Patriots and like I'll get burned by them, figure it out, and I'll just continuously go back and forth, back and forth as they go 8-9 and nine this year. <laughs> uh, next up. The Carolina Panthers versus the New York Giants. Where do you go with that? Oh, gosh. This This is is tough. This is one of... Oh, God. This could be a shit game, or it could be the best game of the weekend. This this could also be the shittiest game to make you love football. Yeah, I I also agree with that. I'm going to take Carolina. All right. And it's because Carolina was definitely surging back last week. They were playing... uh, I was watching it It a little bit. The Browns, right? They, They came out... And they were down, but they ended up working their way back a little bit. Baker Mayfield gets another week in the offense. They're going to probably open some stuff up for McCaffrey a little more. Giants had the new head coach, and they were feeling fired up for him. A lot to like in New York. I just got a gut with Carolina this week. I actually have Carolina winning, too. Mm. Um, I think that the New York victory was a fluke. Um, as much as I love Brian Dable and what he did, there's just absolutely no chance that uh, what's his nuts, um, Danny Dimes continues that like hot. I mean, streak? we had Saquon Barkley now. Le- well, I don't know about 
if this game messed it up a little bit, but he led the week one NFL rushing numbers. He had a big game, a big comeback homecoming for Saquon Barkley, well, who Thursday we were ready to write off a little bit. We were ready to write off Saquon. Maybe maybe he starts to get the wheels turning a little bit, but I still like Carolina in this one. I know it's in New York, so that kind of plays a little role in it, but I'm going to take Carolina. I like I'm I'm gonna root yeah. for Baker this I, week. I'm I'm uh, I'm a Baker boy right now. Ooh, a Baker boy. Yep. Bake me. Um next week or next, next game, <laughs> sorry. Next week is down the wire episode eighty five is what I was gonna say. But Jets, Browns, next game. And it's gonna be Joe Flacco. So sound the damn alarm real quick. And we have Jacoby Brissett, so sound the damn alarm real quick. <laughs> See, yeah, it's keeping you on your toes. Keeping you on your toes there. Yeah. Joe Flacco kind of balled out last week. And I saw a whole article about how Joe Flacco, like the Jets are terrifyingly, terrifyingly scared. What's the word I'm looking for? Just Arr. terrified. The Jets are terrified that Mike White is better than. Zach Wilson, so they continue to play Joe Flacco in this moment right here. There That's is, what I dude. saw. But I'm going to take Cleveland. They're in Cleveland. They got Brownie the Elf making his comeback to Cleveland. Thanks for taking my quick hit. Well, it was just a quick I mean, that wasn't going to be much of a quick hit, I think. That was all we had to say about sure. it. What more? Do you have a history on Brownie the Elf? If you want, you can just... There is it. a gleam. Can you put that clip in there? Uh, put... Uh, Marty Schottenheimer say there's a gleam. <laughs> there's a gleam. Okay. Anyway, gleam, right? I'm Let's taking go. Cleveland this week. What are you? What are you going? Yeah, with? I have Cleveland as well. Stop I, copying, I, me, I, dude. I'm sorry. How? I, I, look, I called that Cleveland win last week. I didn't realize it wasn't uh, as crisp of a win as I thought it was going to be, but. Man, give that, me my twenty one pointer on this oh, game. You, I was literally just. About oh no, you do it. Then. No, you no, do it. You it's do fine. It. You it's do fine. It. You got it. Take I got it. a second. I got a second. I, one. I was interrupting you, so you can take it. If you I want. have a second one. Okay, fine. God, sorry. I, I'm. I offer to give it back, so don't bitch if it happens. No, right? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna bitch. I'm not gonna bitch. I'm. I'm putting all my chips on Jacoby Brissett to ball out. All right. For these. Yeah. For these. 11 games. I want him to so bad. Yeah. So uh, I agree though. I think that the Browns are going to win. So um, yeah. Uh, next up Colts versus Jaguars Yeah, in Jacksonville. Oh boy. Um, do I dare put money on the Colts? Can I guess a tie? Another, tie. <laughs> another tie right here with the AFC South. Dude, man, these, these fucking AFC South is just rough. Hey, I dude. mean, Matt Ryan didn't look as bad as maybe we could have expected. Whoopee! But I think they were looking for a, a win, not a tie. Yeah, anything else? Anything? Um, where where are you leaning with this? Take Indy. Take Indy. Come on. What is Jacksonville showing that ever makes you want to pick 22 points against the commanders? Exactly. That's the point. The defense that was abysmal last year that doesn't have their best defensive player on the field right now. I am taking. I'm sorry, man. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Trevor Lawrence right now in the NFL. I just can't get behind it. And the Colts lost their playoff opportunity last year because of the Jaguars. The Jaguars. They are coming out. 
firing, okay? They're just coming. <laughs> uh, next, it's the uh, Dolphins versus Ravens. Are Ooh. you uh, sticking with your uh, Edgar Allan Poe's? Are you sticking with your Mike McDaniels? Yeah. All right, we're split this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, hear me out. Well, uh, what happened to the Ravens this past week? They lost Kyle Fuller. They lost Kyle Fuller. Who's not going to cover Tyreek Hill. So? I'm still all in on Baltimore this season. I think they handled the Jets pretty convincingly. And I still think Lamar Jackson's going to be in his bag this year. I still think it. I'm I'm all in on that. Baltimore wins this one. I... um. I think the defense of Miami though is legit. I do. I, I like. I, I think they're they're gonna make a good run. Miami's this year. gonna win. Miami's gonna win this. Next game. Yeah. Tampa at New Orleans. I mean Tom Brady's kryptonite, the New Orleans Saints, and Jameis Winston. Perfect passer rating in the fourth quarter. Jameis Winston leading that comeback against Atlanta because so Atlanta. Taking, you're taking uh, New Orleans here because. I'm not. I'll take New Orleans. Hot damn. Look at only, that. Only because of the situation of I need to try to make up. Sure. I'm Tom Brady. You. Tom Brady, man. He struggles against Don't the Saints. Forget, you're technically tied with me after the uh, Chargers Chiefs. Oh, that's what it is? We're tied now? I was one point behind last yeah. week? Okay. I'm still taking the Saints. Okay. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to improve. All right. I'm, you got to take risks. If you want, yeah, I've to gotta have balls. go for the Brian Day balls. Ooh, I like it. I saw it. I I didn't come up with that. I'm no. sorry. Well, thanks. <laughs> Next game, Commanders Lions. We got a hard knocks recap for you after, and we had cut week on it. Okay, we don't think we forgot about Dude, it. I'm picking the Lions, Lions. to go yeah, seventeen and zero this year, probably. Well, I mean. Outside of their first well, and loss. I, but I picked them, didn't I? Oh, that's fair. So I'm taking Detroit to take down the Commanders. I know Joe is going to text me after and be like, you're a fucking bitch. But, okay, dude. They put up 35 points last week on Philly. the Eagles. Yeah. On Philly. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, this is a good Detroit team, man. They're not bad. And as long as Jared Goff just plays his game they're not going to fuck up and rodrigo rodrigo next up seahawks versus 49ers okay we didn't get to talk monday night football because yeah, of one where and we oh, recorded baby. one and oh dude geno smith so happy for him what a game i mean absolutely outplayed russell wilson in the first half nathaniel hackett very tough, hack. very tough look to he kick. Acted. 64 yard field goal after wasting 30 seconds just seemed really stupid, man. Absolutely. I, um, don't do it. You I'm sticking. Gonna, I'm going to take, I'm taking the 49ers. Yeah, I'm taking the 49ers. There's I am. There's no way. That man, Kyle I Shanahan. want Gino to win, dude. Why Kyle do I Shanahan. like the Seahawks? I, mean, I okay. hate the Seahawks, bro. You keep saying Gino Smith. He's the starter. I don't know what you're doing. He's the starter, but that's a backup. That's, <laughs> that's a backup. Disrespectful. Start. I don't care what. You it can't is. sound the alarm when he's the starting quarterback. Look at it this way: If Drew Locke comes in, the guy with the hose on the bench. It, it, look, it might. If you can call this disrespectful, but if they lose, I'm right. If he wins, 
Then we get more Geno Smith. Either way, it's a win-win for us. Fair enough. See what Fair I'm enough. See uh, I'm what taking. I'm, I'm taking San Francisco. I am. Moving on now, we got the Rams taking on the Falcons. Just put your 21-pointer on it. I'm not. Oh, you're not? Okay. Nope. Well, I'm taking L.A. Yeah, I'm taking Sean LA McVay too. is not going to come out flat like that again. He's just not going to. Yeah, they're, uh, the Falcons are ass. The Falcons might be up by 42 in the fourth quarter, and they will lose this game. Okay, that's what they do every week at this point. I'm getting kind of sick of it. It's almost comical, the leads. They continue to lose week in and week out. Losing to New Orleans last week in the same fashion. I'm not buying any stake in this Atlanta team. Although, I'm all over the Cordero Patterson again at four-week MVP. Had like 130 total yards last week. Very nice performance out of him. But, it's the Rams, bro. Defending champs. They're going to come back. Yeah, it's the Cooper Cooper Cup over under 125 yards. I'll take the over. Okay, yeah, I was thinking the same yeah, thing. I'll take the over for that for sure. Well, you're gonna have uh, fucking Casey Hayward covering them. Oh, man, I wish they would have never let him go, but I don't wish he was on our team now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next game: Cardinals versus Raiders. Mm-hmm. So I did pick the Raiders last week, right? Were they playing the Chargers? Yeah. Yeah, and I think I picked the Raiders because yeah, I, I felt well, I was wrong, but the Raiders did look pretty good. And yeah, nineteen. Devonte Adams. Did his Devonte Adams shit? So yeah, I I hate Kyler I Murray. you hate Kyler just, Murray. Just say I, it. I hate wanting to. I, the word I don't want to say it where I sound. I I just don't think Kyler Murray is it, man. And maybe he is, but he's not it in Arizona. I, he's he is losing that team every week. It seems like more and more. I really like the Raiders this year, too, man. I, I think they're a little sneaky team. They're not as dominant as where I'm thinking with Baltimore is going to be running stuff. But I do think they can sneak in a playoff spot still. I really do. Okay. And I'm taking the Raiders over the Cardinals. Uh, I am also taking the Raiders. Throw my 21-pointer on this game. Wow. That's what I'm feeling, baby. This is... Uh, you saw what fucking Patrick Mahomes did to the goddamn uh the goddamn Cardinals defense and I'm going to tell you right now the offensive weapons outside of maybe quarterback are better on the Raiders. Mhm. Just just better. Ooh, you're going to say Kyler Murray's better than Derek Carr? No. What? I said Patrick Mahomes. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about Okay, okay. Yeah, so Raiders dumbass. versus Chiefs. My yeah. bad. I'm just not listening well today. No shit. Uh, oh, and uh, and tight end too. No, well, you know, you can no, make a you can make a fucking no. case. Hold on, hold on. You could make a fucking case for Darren Waller to be a pretty much an equal. I don't think so. Uh, I think okay. Darren Waller is on the second tier of tight ends, All right. and the first tier then? is Kelsey. Juju Smith Schuster, and- Travis Kelsey, and Marquez Valdez Scantling. Or Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, that's a better squad. I think. Just saying. But Patrick Mahomes is so much better. So that Look, really and helps. I, I get that. But I'm telling you, I think they light them up. Okay. Okay. Next up, Texans versus Broncos. Let's ride. Broncos uh, country. Let's ride. Broncos country. I'm going to put that in there. Let's I'm ride. Let's ride. I, it's just so. Could you, could you do it with like a. No, I'm going to do it with. I'm going to do it with. Uh, the, the other guy, 
the the Seahawks guy who just did it this week. Oh, okay. Uh, was it was it Shelby Harris? I think that's who they trade. He was a part of the Russell Wilson trade. Yeah. So whoever it was, I'm gonna. I saw the interview. I forget who did it now, but he's gonna be my let's ride right Can there. You, but I, I really want to make like a remix where it's like let 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 let, let let's ride. Okay, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what yeah, I can we can do. do that. Right. All right. Well, I'll just make another marker, uh, and that'll be after ride. the original <laughs> one in case I can't do it. So, uh, Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, even though the Texans that have a better record. Oh God. That sounds ridiculous to say because they right? tied, right? Yeah, were they a tied team? They were, right? They tied with uh, Indy. Yeah, Davis oh. Mills, man, what a what a beast, what a beast. Yeah, and R.I.P. Damian Pierce fantasy value that everyone thought was going to be through the roof, and Rex Burkhead taking all the carries. Yeah, so. what the fuck was that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, we we agree on that one. What's next game? Bengals versus Cowboys. Oh, let's ride. Cooper Rush on the alarm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, just the ambulance coming by as well too. Oh, that shit. that almost did the same thing for us as well. Wow, are you okay? Let's 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 run. Let's 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 run. That was aggressive. I'm congested. I'm gonna take Cincinnati. They're gonna come back again. Cooper Rush led Cowboys. If Dak Prescott's playing, maybe there's a different take here. But I'm definitely, still, definitely, is I'm a different st- take. You would take? Would you take Dak? Would you take the Cowboys if Dak was playing? Ooh. Uh, I just remember that Mike McCarthy coaches that team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say not. no. I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm going Cincinnati. This yeah, week. I'm going Cincinnati as well. Uh, I think Joe Burrow showed a lot in that second half at uh, how good that team really is. And, um, man, your boy, Trayvon Diggs, just ain't it right now. Well, I... I said right now. I said, uh, I also did say he is a boomer bust guy. He either gets the sure. pick or he's getting torched, it sure. seems like. So he's, he can be a liability at times. Let's get to Sunday night football. I don't even need to talk this game. Packers. If it's not the Packers, I'm going to be very concerned. Packers. Is this ambulance ever going to go by? Uh, yeah, no shit. Where Where is it? It's just hanging out, dude. Must be. Oh, oh, I think it's down. gone now. Packers plus 42. Let's go. Plus 42? (laughs) Dude. Oh, if they lose to the Bears on Sunday Night Football. I'm not. I'm not panicking. Can we panic if they lose to the Bears on Sunday Night Football? Uh, No, you can't panic? No. Really? I'm panicking if they lose to the Bears on Sunday Night Football. What's that for? It's a panic. It's kind of a siren. I guess. Sounds like, you know you know what we should do? Just, just wait for ambulances to come by. Yeah, we should have just by. held this next to the window. <laughs> I, I'm i going to take the Packers, but I don't think you should panic now. I'm not in that boat yet. I LaFleur, week one, two years in a row now. It's kind of been like this. So I'm not really too worried about it. But I think if we're going one to ten on the panic scale, you can put yourself at a four if they lose this game. You can Ooh, absolutely put I yourself would go in a four. higher than that. I would definitely go higher than that. I would say it's a seven. A seven? Yeah. See, so you're saying you can panic then if you yeah. lose this game. But they're not going to. Okay. You're we are going to see a resurrection of the daddy memes. Like we are. Just one hundred percent. I just I'm gonna throw in the I still own you clip right there yeah. too. 
Next. That's it. Well, we picked Mondays. No, we don't. We do. We definitely picked Monday last week. We did, but we don't ever take Mondays because uh, we can't record them. We can't talk about them. Uh, Yeah, but we still pick the games. We just don't talk about them. Nope. We definitely... No. What? Edit this shit out. (laughs) We did not pick the ball... The... No, we stopped half or like a quarter There's of the way. There's two Monday season. night games. That feels like a little bit. Can we pick one of them? No. Pick one of the teams you think is going to win from I don't the even four know who's teams. Playing. It's Titans at Bills, Vikings at Eagles. Just pick one of those teams to win. Just because there's Bills. two. Okay. I'm going to take Bills as well then. So that's just I'm not for t- fun. I'm not writing it in. I just said for okay, fun. Fine. Okay. Fine. And I'll take the Vikings. You're stupid. Uh, that's going to be Taylor our predictions Lawrence. for the week. Okay. Cue the music. Give me the uh, the Deuce Daily Come on, Long of Breath. Deuce Nuts. What? It's Hard Knocks time. Dude. It's old school. Last episode, <laughs> it was cut week. We... We've usually been, we're, we're a week behind. We are, but it's usually because we record on Monday. You know, and we're we're dropping on Mondays, right? And yeah. we were helping you out to stay up to date with it. We're only a little behind technically, right? This episode dropped two days ago. No, yeah. it didn't. It dropped a little bit farther yeah. back. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have to talk about it though. It was cut week. This is the best episode you get of Hard Knocks usually every year. Uh it was pretty good finale. I would say the final scene though of waiting to see what Dan Campbell was going to say about the 2022 Lions. Kind of souring. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He, first of all, took two minutes. Two minutes, maybe, to answer the question. Honestly. Jesus Christ, he took forever. It might have been 60 seconds. It was all of 60 seconds of him just silent, scratching Mm. his goatee. Waiting for him to answer. The 2022 Lions will be blank. And he had to fill that in. Yeah. And he then he gave the most Dennis Allen remark ever, which was like, what they are supposed to be. Right. Like, who cares? I didn't Bro. want to hear that. Dan Campbell, I know, would have probably said Super Bowl. Like, I really wanted him to just say, well, we're going to be the Super Bowl champions, baby. Like, yeah. Or something like that. We did get a fantastic... Uh, are you gonna poop line from him though? <laughs> At the which end. is awesome. What? What? Be what? on the be on the listen out for that because uh, that is definitely going in to fucking uh, no cap recap this Sunday. Ooh, so good. I I will say this. Are we gonna do? Do we do a? Are we doing awards? What are we doing for this? Oh, we were supposed to. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't really prep for it either. I'm yeah. gonna just come up with a couple of them right here though. Okay. First of all, if we're going best actor. Like, drumroll, please. It's Dan Campbell. Boom. Has to be. He was the star of the show for sure and did a phenomenal job at it. Okay. Yeah. Now, best actor in a supporting role. Who are you going with? Of all the players, all the coaches, second favorite guy who you think added the most to. It's not even, it's not even hard. It's not even hard. It's Deuce Staley. It's Deuce Staley. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Should we just rank out the rest of our top five of the people we liked on it? How about we do that right now? Sure. Who are you going at number three? Uh, number three, 
Give me Rodrigo. Okay, I'm going to go Kelvin Shepard, number three. I knew three. you were going there. Yeah, I really wanted to put him at two, but I couldn't put him over Deuce because Deuce was way yeah. better. I yeah, get Deuce it. Was, Deuce was the man. And it just fits. Deuce yeah. at two right there. Yeah. Calvin Shepard, though, oh, my God, man. I, I told you. I said being a football player on the Detroit Lions has to probably be the most fun job ever. The staff they have around there, just a bunch of cool dudes, great fun and a culture right there. If you didn't watch Hard Knocks, go catch up on it on HBO. It was awesome. It was so great. I'm going to put at four, Aaron Glenn. Okay. Uh, at four for me is going to be Eminem. <laughs> for the one appearance at the I end I don't there. care what you say, dude. Eminem at the end where he's like, is this the fucking shit where Aiden is doing that fucking Michael Jackson fucking shit? You're that like, Billie Jean shit? Oh, my God, yes. He definitely quadrupled the fucks we heard the entire season in his four minutes of cameo that he got now if i'm looked at that correctly does eminem own a fucking italian restaurant called mom's spaghetti yes yes he does uh also by the way tom uh perfect picks results are in from bleach report do you want to take a wild guess as to how many you got correct? None of them. None of them. <laughs> you fuck. Well, no, I picked. The, well, and I picked the Chiefs to win. You didn't pick that, and you should have picked me. Okay, fine. that was your only one. So I actually did get one correct, and you picked the Chargers. So sucks to suck. I had the other ones unlocked though. Yeah, Mom Spaghetti in uh, fantastic. Uh, that's great and now rounding out the top five who who's making your list barely makes the list right there <sighs> there's you know there's a lot you better of great... put kelvin shepherd on this damn list he is not making it on on this list uh number five give me bo fraley <laughs> the kid of hank yeah hank fraley's child because i wanted to punch that fucker in the face Rounding out my top five, um, I had it written down now, and I don't remember what I wanted to do here. <laughs> so at five, I'm going to go with Kendall, uh, Khalil Pimpleton. All right, and just because you know he's fast, electric, fun. He was doing the juggling. Shit was cool. It was great. But my reason for picking Khalil Pimpleton is realizing that he might be the shortest NFL player to ever play in the NFL. Yeah, they said he was 5'9". In heels. In heels. Yeah, I think that's generous. After he gets waved by the Lions, they have him walking next to some sort of player personnel, average Joe Schmo-looking dude. And he's like 60 years old, so he's like hunched over and shrunk. He's, He's an inch taller than him. Yeah. He's if, right next to him. If that. So I think Khalil Pimpleton's five foot seven, which wouldn't make him the shortest player in the NFL history. I get it. But do you know who it is, Dave, off the top of your head? Muggsy Bogues. No. No. But it is uh Okay, that threw me off a little bit, I'm not gonna lie. It's Trinden Holiday. Oh. Okay. You remember that? No. Kick returner. Five foot five. Wow. That's pretty short. Uh scored a touchdown. So good for him. Yay. That was it for Hard Knocks. Be on the lookout for it. And I am really excited to see what Arizona brings on the in-season one because I think there is going to be a lot more drama in that one. I think this Hard Knocks was set out to feel like your 
your love story feel good drama in uh in like a romantic comedy kind of way right in a rom-com yes <laughs> but this is going to be all drama in arizona it's going to be beautiful it's going to be so much fun i think especially if they are struggling like we think they might at the point during the season but that's a wrap on hard knocks i mean just phenomenal phenomenal if dan campbell gets fired this year i might cry no. So I'm hoping the best for the Detroit football lions. I hope they, well, I'm not going to pick them against the Packers to be fair, but I hope they win every other game. Are you sure you will? Probably not. Do it. No. <laughs> hot takes. Yeah. Hot take time. Okay. You go first. Okay. My hot take is that the New York Jets will be the next Hard Knocks team next season? Mm. Okay, they're up there on that list. Yeah, uh, I am. Where's Jacksonville? Jacksonville's got to be pretty close too, with Trevor. Trevor being pretty marketable. Uh, so is Zach Wilson, you know, to be fair. That's honestly that's not a bad choice because uh, Jacksonville has never hosted a Hard Knocks. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's definitely where it's going next year. I'm sorry yeah. I just ruined your hot take, but... No, uh, I didn't even realize. I, I was just kind of you know, going through everything in my brain. Jets haven't done it since 2010, but they're definitely going to try to get a new team. So, you know what? I'm gonna just going to amend it. And I'm going to say it's the fucking... Uh, Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars. Okay. Jaguars. Jaguars. My hot take um, for this episode i'm gonna say aaron judge gets to 65 homers hmm. right now okay it's like i said that number earlier in the show well and i'm gonna say it like this because he needs to get to 62 to really have the validation right and 69 he, let's do it that would be amazing that'd be nice. so good nice but i think he's gonna hit a lot more i think he's gonna set the record pretty much all time stuff just amazing what we've seen out of Aaron Judge this year. And you know what? Okay, I'll mend it a little more. I will say we'll have two triple crowners this year. Aaron Judge and Paul Goldschmidt win the triple crown. Oh, my God. That would be nuts. But I think that's – we're in pretty good spot in the NL. Pretty good spot in the NL. What's the uh, what's the betting odds on that? Oh, I don't know. But I, I'm, I wouldn't hate it right now. It's Aaron Judge is, I think, eight points back in the batting average. So it's a little bit – dicey but he's way ahead in home runs and rbi yeah but paul goldschmidt as well he's struggling a little bit here with the uh, i think the last two series well the last two series he went two for 16 so his average fell a little bit but i still think he's in first for all of them right now so get ready for that two triple crowners that's what i'll say quick hit time Dude, one of the well, a very legendary quick hits this week, I think. As I stated earlier, pick like four. <laughs> okay, I will. And let's start it off. Um. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do this one. Did you see Kyle Kuzma on Fashion Week? I did not. Yeah. Well, there there it is for you on reference. Good for Kuzma. Kuzma looking like sweater weather. It was uh, definitely a odd outfit, nonetheless. Not necessarily whatever. Go be your model if you want. But to have this Game of Thrones look with a giant jacket that for a skirt, 
Uh, what's that material of a jacket when it's something like that? What What is that made out of? Velour? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But, like, obviously it's like a winter jacket look on for a skirt. All right. So that's mine from him. I'm going to shout out Joe Pohorilis getting the job with NHL.com whoa, for the Boston Bruins. That's sick. That's our boy. Be on the lookout for him. He's got to be a Bruins fan now. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit at least. Sorry. Enough to write about Cap- him. Capitals who? They suck. Next. Ovechkin's the most overrated player of all time. I'm stepping into your realm here with wrestling a little bit, but Ooh, yeah. it mixes in a little bit of boxing as well. I'm going to throw in this clip. Rick Flair drip, Mike Tyson 2.0, go woo on a bitch. <laughs> woo! It's Mike Tyson and Ric Flair just smoking a blunt on the street. Ew. I mean, they say don't meet your heroes. and I'm those, going to. Those, who? Ric Flair. Oh, he's coming to lacrosse, right? Yeah, well, not just outside. Uh, October 22nd. I'm going to get him to say down the wire or wire down the. Wire down the. Or some shit like that. If you can get Ric Flair to say, like, I love down the wire or something. Well, that's impossible because that was way too coherent of a way you said that. It's got to be a. I love underwear. Woo! Woo! Next, uh, I have a really fun one here that I think I'm going to save for after this one. I'm going to quickly say we didn't talk about Steph Curry getting a billion-dollar deal. That needed to be highlighted today. Billion dollars with Under Armour, lifetime contract, just out. I mean, they're, they're, he's as marketable as LeBron James almost now, right? Money, 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 money! Nice, nice. And to finish it off here, uh, first of all, Broncos Nation, let's ride. I got another story for you. Did you hear about Russell Wilson? You bet your sweet ass I did. I watched it. Okay, but I, I don't know if this is true or not, and I'm scared, but it looks pretty valid with Russell Wilson. Uh, he's got like some new training regimens. Okay. I, like I said, I watched this shit break. Russell Wilson has endured his share of criticism. Shall we say whether it be the nano bubbles or his unlimited social media videos, he is a unique individual. That's how this uh, post from the athletics starts off. And Russell Wilson was in his locker room recovering and he is partnered with life electric to improve human performance like never before and has like a cable attached to him to like pump in electricity after games. Did you hear about this? No, that's wild. Look it, look it up real quick just to make sure I don't look stupid. I got ball sacked right here. But it, I saw the tweet. and So just look up like Russell Wilson post game. And see if anything pops up with it. Because now I want to validate it. Post game ritual. Like just go post game underneath maybe. Or you could even put Russell Wilson life electric I guess. Maybe that, that might say that might do more. And see if that's a real thing. I'm, I will read the rest of this if this is true. It, now it's not looking good, right? No, it's not. Uh, 
Go ahead, post it. Mm. In shot. Wait, what's underneath there? Oh. Oh my God, it's true. Holy shit, it's true. Okay, I'm reading it. The whole thing. <laughs> Dude. Through a minimally invasive procedure, my body can now accept 110 volts currents that allows electric stimulation of my nerves and muscles to commence a more efficient to commence at a more efficient rate than ever. Russell Wilson literally plugs himself in after the games. Uh, what? What, dude? No, no, look at this fucking photo. That's so great. How is this legal, first of all? He's excited to be partnering with it. He's like literally implanted a three-prong input above his hip. I, I this Someone did this in America? Like, I don't think this is very Western medicine procedure, okay? This is really weird stuff. And... I mean, let's get charged up for Broncos Nation. Let's Broncos, let's charge. Let's charge. That's my that look into that story a little more. I only have a little bit of that snippet right there, and I didn't want it to be wrong, so I was scared to go and do any more research, I guess. But yeah, Russell Wilson literally plugs himself in and electrocutes himself after games now. <laughs> what? more can this guy do he's just a human meme at this point right yeah is he the most memed player in the nfl now no chance aaron Rodgers is still trending with his fucking yeah that's fair with his like face like mouth guard or with a chin chin strap over his nose and shit Mm -hmm. uh also i got another perfect meme to start off my quick hits matt ryan's 60,000 career passing yards ball is now in display at Canton. Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. Do you want to know what number of football it is? The 28th? 283rd? 283. Mm-hmm. Legit. Matt Ryan, 283. Can't escape it. Fucking nuts, right? It's pretty bad radio, but like... I have my face in my hands for him right now. I am. That's fucking brutal, dude. That might be the worst case scenario ever to be in the Hall of Fame. So fucking funny. I don't care what it is. And and mine's a story, by the way. My whole, my entire quick hits. It just moves. Because we move from one falcon to another bird of prey. Did you see RG3 raising a hawk? Dude. He beat that fucking hawk. He beat it. He whooped that hawk's ass. He ain't never seen a griffin before. I think the cowboys just called me. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's going in there right there, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was kind of wild. Um, Also, love RG3 being kind of terrified to be next to the hawk for a hot second, too, which was uh, quite awesome. Well, did you miss his call in the college football game? I'm sure you didn't see it, where uh, he was highlighting a good play by i forget which game he was calling now but his tagline at the end of it and what do you know guys it's an orgy in the end zone touchdown it's an orgy in the end zone yes i did see that Mm. fantastic Mm. good for you rg3 
so from that race to another sport with racing, chess and the scandal that is going across the chess world right now. Is chess a sport? 19-year-old. No, it's an athletic event. Uh, 19-year-old Hans Niemann shocked the world at the Sinquefield Cup. Yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. Is that how it's pronounced? I have no idea. In St. Louis, he beat the top-rated player in the world, Magnus Carlsen. Mm. Uh, Absolutely nuts. I feel like we've heard Magnus's name on this show before. We have definitely mentioned chess and the wild, wacky world that is. I think Magnus was in. He's always involved in stuff. Sneaky bastard. Yeah. Uh, so here is a short recap provided by Deadspin. Uh, one, Carlson withdrew from the remainder of the tournament, something he rarely ever does without a genuine reason. Two, Carlson tweeted a 2020 clip of former Tottenham manager Jose. Moreno implying that Neiman was cheating during their match. Three other chess grandmasters came to Carlson's defense, analyzing the match and coming to the comp- conclusion that foul play was likely involved. Ooh. Four tournament officials checked Neiman for devices on his person at the tournament the following day. Nothing was found. Ooh. Five. Well, Five was a joke started on Reddit that um, has literally snowballed into an actual, uh, like an actual idea as to how an allegation. Yeah, how uh, Neiman Hans Neiman cheated was through vibrating anal beads as a means to get the best moves fed to him for years. Years. Because Carlson had them first. Oh, God. Yes. Sharon Anal And that's how Carlson knows that Neiman cheated. So he's done this before. He has cheated this way. This is all a joke. But, like I said, the the actual chess community has taken to the idea of anal beads and vibrations. And think this is an actual... Like... It's an actual way to cheat. Could you imagine if they just start giving prostate exams at chess tournaments to make sure no one's cheating? Yeah. Is it that serious? These guys are crazy invested in their activity, not a sport. But, wow. Anal uh, beads to cheat? I, what look, do you... It's what do not, you... It's, he didn't cheat. He didn't, Or at least he didn't cheat via vibrating anal beads. There's just no way. Uh, because that man is cool as a cucumber in that fucking uh, deal. So, uh, yeah, that's just wild. And my last uh, one, again, to continue and wrap up the story, Ryan Reynolds lost a bet to Rob McElherney. Uh, Rob McElherney. Uh, yeah. They are the owners of Wrexham FC, uh, the new show on fx i believe it is um uh yeah they own a soccer club and mcelhenny trying- mac from uh always sunny in philadelphia yeah. and everyone knows ryan reynolds so yeah but uh so they lost a bet and ryan reynolds had to get a colonoscopy <sighs> doctors ended up finding a potentially dangerous polyp and might have saved Ryan Reynolds' life. Oh my gosh, dude. 
Fuck yeah. That's insane. What? We almost lost Ryan Reynolds. Holy shit. Right? That's insane. So now, going forward, me and you are going to have bets, mm. and they're all going to end up with colonoscopies. Well, hey, get your ball scanned if you're a dude, okay? Get your ball scanned. Important stuff. Girls, get your boobs scanned, too. Okay? I don't. You don't need any of that stuff in there, but I am Men, not, get your boobs scanned, too. Yeah, that works Men as well. Men, get it. Yes. I, oh, God. We're too young to have a polyp. I really don't want a colonoscopy exam. Please. Please. No. Hey Maybe a colonic. You just start flushing it all just out. Just be ready, dude. You're going to get uh, some type of hand shoved up your anus sooner or later. I know. I'm waiting for it. Oh, God. Yeah. That was quick hits. Yeah. What an episode here of Down the Wire. First ever installment of Down the Wire on a Friday. We made pretty good time, too. Hour and a half, right on the dot, pretty much. Start to wrap this thing up. It was great. It was great. Be sure you guys download us if you had a good time as much as we did, because we do. We have a great time every time we put these out. Episode number 84 in the books. Beautiful. Beautiful. Download us wherever you get your podcasts. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh shit what else do they have podcasts uh spotify apple podcasts uh spotify and apple podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts okay it's the it's the gist of it we got them on all platforms pandora uh google podcasts shit i i'll put it on GarageBand if you want it i don't i don't know what the hell else you want me to do with it but if you don't want to download us that's all right you can check us out and the no-cap recap on thechairshot.com. Putting things in your ass can save your life. Peace. Peace.